Welcome to AM Now, where we bring you the trending accounting matters we're following. I'm your host, Adam Olson, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Nicole Harger and Matt Fisser. Each bite-sized episode keeps you and your finance and accounting teams in the know. Join us each week as we unpack these issues, topics, and accounting matters now. You're listening to AM Now, an accounting matters podcast. I'm your host, Adam Olson. And I'm Nicole Harger. It's another lighter news week on the regulatory and standard setting front, but don't you worry, we've got a few stories to cover for you. We'll kick off this week sharing some exciting news that CPA candidates will want to pay close attention to before moving on to a quick recap on the latest report issued by the PCAOB this week focusing on auditors' need for increased skepticism. We'll round things out with a story that gives us accountants some reassurance that artificial intelligence won't be taking over our profession anytime soon. Adam, start us off by sharing the good news for CPA candidates. Glad to. So earlier this week, NASBA announced a change to its Uniform Accountancy Act model rules that increases the time frame for a CPA candidate to complete the exam once the candidate passes the first section from 18 months to 30 months. When explaining the reason for the change, NASBA President and CEO Ken Bishop said, providing an additional year of conditional credit to candidates for exam sections passed provides more flexibility to those seeking licensure as a CPA. The additional time also provides greater latitude for firms and candidates as they negotiate the demands of today's complex career environment. The effort to allow additional flexibility is likely in response to concerns around the decline in pipeline of college students entering the accounting profession. NASBA has been looking at ways to further drive increased interest for future CPAs. Yeah, Adam, I know back when I took the exam, I would have been very grateful for a full 30 months um, as it was very challenging studying for the exam while working in public accounting. However, we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. So in order to take effect, each state's respective board will need to approve and change the requirement at the state level. So this means until this happens, candidates are still under the current 18th month time frame. However, it is anticipated that each state will change the state requirement to 30 months as NASBA's decision came after a 60-day comment period that generated more than 850 responses from all 55 state accountancy boards, which ultimately led to NASBA's decision to extend the time frame an additional year. Yeah, that's good news for sure. So moving on, earlier this week, the PCAOB also released a report highlighting the importance that audit firms use a more skeptical eye when auditing a company's financial statements. It may seem like a no-brainer here, but this report is likely (laughs) in response to recent declines in audit quality and headline company failures that we've seen. So in the report, the staff reminds auditors of the need to critically assess their own firm's capabilities and get a better understanding of the company they're auditing. The report stresses the importance of performing audit work with due professional care and professional skepticism, especially at times when there are changes in economic conditions or other factors affecting the company. So while this report by the PCOB does not directly impact accounting and finance teams, it may indirectly have repercussions on this year's audit as firms recalibrate their efforts to ensure heightened attention on these matters are made. This could lead to increased testing or the need for stronger evidence to support management's assertions and conclusions during the audit. Yeah, and rounding us out this week, there's been a lot of talks around the advancements in artificial intelligence and its impact on the broader business world, including accounting and finance. 
And unless you've been living under a rock, it's hard to not hear someone you know talking about the recent AI poster child, ChatGPT, and the implications that tool may have on a broad scale. You yourself may have, may have even dabbled with trying out the tool. I know I did personally mm -hmm. myself. And for context, Microsoft-backed OpenAI recently launched ChatGPT, which uses machine learning to generate natural language text. ChatGPT was trained on massive data sets containing billions of words from books, articles, and websites as recently as 2021. The bot can be used to ask questions in a casual format and receive a written response that the bot generates on demand based on the data that has been instructed with. This advancement has led to many to question how successful the bot may be when it comes to standardized testing and exams. While the bot fared well on several professional and educational examinations, for example, it passed the bar exam with a score in the 90th percentile and got a nearly perfect score on the GRE verbal test, it seemed to have met its match for now when it comes to accounting examinations. Yeah, so re researchers at leading universities specifically wanted to know how OpenAI's tech would fare on accounting exams, so they put the bot to the test. When the dust was settled, the bot was no match for students when it came to accounting. In this particular study, students averaged a score of nearly 77% when the AI came in with a much less impressive score of only 47%. If anything, this study of the bot highlights there are inherent flaws with any emerging technology. The bot was noted as struggling with mathematical concepts and the need to assess significant judgments and short answer questions. All that being said, it will be very interesting to watch how advancements in chat GPT or similar bots emerge and the impacts that they may have on the accounting and finance organization. And that rounds us out for this week. For a deeper dive into what's trending in accounting and finance, check out our other podcast on the Accounting Matters feed on your preferred listening platform. Again, I'm Adam Olson. And I'm Nicole Harger. Thanks for listening to AM Now. We'll see, see you, you next week. week. <laughs> This podcast is for general informational purposes only. Embark makes no representation or warranty as to the accuracy or completeness of the information contained in the podcast series, and it should not be used as a substitute for consultation with professional advisors. Information discussed in our podcast may also be superseded by new guidance or as new interpretations emerge. Listeners are cautioned to carefully evaluate any relevant subsequent authoritative guidance issued.